Hello, and welcome back to the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. I am Becca. I am the pregnant lady who we're talking about here on this podcast. I say we. It used to be we. It's kind of sad. It's it's just me <laughs> basically doing this podcast now. My lovely husband, Matt, who I love dearly, uh, we typically do this together, but life is crazy with three kids and to sit down together in a quiet place where we can actually like focus on this for an hour is just basically impossible. So you have me. I swear I will get him on one of these episodes and definitely the birth story. He's got to be there for that. But, um, you know, life just has not slowed down. It's like, you know, that meme, um, I'm trying to remember exactly what it says, but it's like, you know, adulting is just saying, oh, you know, life's going to slow down soon. You just say it over and over and over again, and then you die. It's like, yep, that's, that is, oh, it couldn't be more true. So life is crazy. Life is busy, um, but all with good things. Um, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about weeks um, 22 23 and I'm also going to talk about week 24 too. I've been kind of doing each episode I talk about two weeks at a time um, which was my plan but then today when I sat down to podcast I opened up my like notes phone uh, or my notes app in my phone where I write down you know things that are happening each week symptoms how I'm feeling and I realized I literally didn't even write anything for week 23 (laughs) and that's because it was like the blur of the move. So we're going to be talking about our big move today. Um, so we're just going to kind of lump twenty week 23 and 22 together. And then we'll chat a little bit about week 24. So week 22 is when we actually moved. Um, so this was our fourth move um, in about eight years, which is like we moved in with each other when we were engaged, which was about eight years ago. And then since then, we've had our first house, second house, third house. This is the fourth house. Um, Hopefully we'll stay here for a long time. (laughs) Uh, The last house I said was our forever home. So I I just don't even know. So um, anyway, so we moved. It's our fourth move. And I'm going to go into all the details of like how it went and what it's like moving when you're pregnant. But I have to say, I feel like the actual move as far as like the, the packing and the preparing and the transfer of everything, and then even the unpacking, I feel like this is actually like the smoothest it's ever gone. Um, because I feel like we're just like, we're, it's not our first rodeo. Like we've done this several times before. I remember the last time we moved feeling so much more stressed out about it. Um, this is also the second time I've moved pregnant. And the last time we moved, I was in my third trimester, like beginning of my third trimester, but third trimester nonetheless. This time around, I was 22 weeks. So very much in like that sweet spot of the second trimester, um, which, you know, if you're going to move while pregnant, it's never, it's never fun. (laughs) It just adds a whole nother layer of challenge and exhaustion and, you know, difficulty. Um, but it obviously can be done. I've done it twice now, but 
second trimester, man, if you can plan it to where it's in the second trimester, that is probably going to be your best bet. I literally cannot imagine moving in the first. Like I, I actually like don't think it would be even possible um, or else, I mean, I would not be able to help. Like I would not hardly be involved in the moving process, um, which would be really difficult. <laughs> and anyway, so second trimester ended up being a good time to move if I'm going to, you know, do it while pregnant. Um, so if you guys listened to the last episode, you know, about four days before we moved, we were actually in Hawaii, Matt and I, which was just absolutely insane timing. Um, we didn't plan the trip. This was a trip that we earned through Young Living. So we didn't get to like choose the dates, but also it was an incredible trip that we earned through Young Living with a lot of our friends. So there was no shot. We were missing it. Um, and I'm so glad that we went. We had a great time. I talked all about that in the last episode. Um, but so then when we got back, we literally jumped right back in. Um, and if we live on the East Coast, if you've ever gone to Hawaii and you're on the East Coast, you know that you have to take, um, it's two flights to get there and back, which is, it's a lot of flying. But on the way back, there's always a red eye involved, whether you red eye like from Hawaii to the West Coast and then fly next to the East Coast or whatever. Um, we ended up flying out of Hawaii in like the afternoon and then we flew overnight um, from Seattle to Philly. And I was actually like really kind of anxious about that flight because I just don't do well sleeping on planes. I mean, who does? I'm like so jealous of anyone who can actually just like pass out and sleep the whole time. Um, I feel like I always see them on the plane and I'm like, how are you doing that? <laughs> teach me your ways. Are you on medication? I don't know. Um, but so, and maybe I talked about this in the last episode. I can't remember, but, um, I was just anxious about it because I knew I probably wasn't going to sleep very well. And I knew we were literally going to like land at 6am and pick up our kids. And then we were going to be moving. Like it just felt really like a lot. Um, but I actually slept okay. I was still taking my Unisom at the time, which is technically a sleep aid. And I kind of forgot about that. And I was like, I, when we were getting on the flight, I was like, oh, this actually might help me sleep a little better. And it wasn't, it was not great sleep by any means, you know, don't recommend it. Don't love a red eye, but, um, I did sleep somewhat, but so we literally got off the plane and it was, you know, we went and we picked up our kids right away and it was just, here we go. We're like, we are off to the races. There is no time to, no time to, for downtime, no time to relax, no time to like take a nap, uh, which wouldn't have really happened with our kids anyway. Um, but I remember posting on Instagram, it was like 8 a.m. And I was already over at the new house, which it was still like a construction zone. And I was trying to put together a chandelier um, to hang uh, for like our electrician to put up. And Turns out it was way too big and we couldn't even use it anyway, but I was trying to put it together and I started posting on Instagram. I was like, I have, I don't even have like two brain cells to rub together. I'm like fresh off a red eye and I'm trying to put this together. Like, let's see how this goes. And I did eventually figure it out. Um, but it was just, it was a little rough. It was like, welcome back to uh, home renovation and a move and all of that within like the next few days. So, um, we, got home, I think on a Thursday. And then we actually like the move started on Monday. It was a two day move. Um, and we moved like the bottom floor of the farmhouse the first day. And then we moved the top floor the second day, uh, which just made it more manageable. And I loved the movers we hired this time. I feel like movers can be very hit or miss. And these guys were fabulous. They were 
so efficient. They were like very nice. I feel like all the movers we've ever had in the past. I mean, I don't listen. I don't blame them. It is not a fun job. I would not want to get up and do that every day, day in day day in and day out. But I feel like they usually just like they like openly complain and then you just feel really awkward and you're like, I'm sorry, I hired you to do this. Like, I know you don't want to be here, but like, please also please be careful with my stuff. It's just weird. Uh, But they were great. Best experience we've had thus far. Um, So like I said, first day we were, we moved to the bottom floor. So everything was gone. Like we had, um, everything was moved out of the kitchen. There was no dining room table, like, or there was no kitchen table. There was no couches. There was nowhere to sit. Um, so we were like officially out of the house that day. And it was kind of, it was like a little sad because at first we were like, oh, well, like, we'll just like come back late and we'll like eat pizza on the floor and then we'll just like go to bed. Cause like our upstairs was still completely set up. I mean, it was, it, you know, it was packed up, but it wasn't, you know, we still had our beds and like our bedding and everything. Um, and then we decided on, Monday when like the first half of the move was complete we were like there's no way we're going back to the house so we ended up staying at my parents house which we did for the next few nights so our last night in that house we didn't like recognize as our last night in our house so um so it was kind of sad it was like oh I didn't get to like really like I don't know I didn't get to like fully experience that um but at the same time it was kind of nice because then we weren't like dwelling on it um so that happened Monday and we got everything in and it was a bit of a fiasco because, uh, I mean the whole construction, everything with this house being like a complete fixer upper when we bought it. Um, we did a lot of the work before we moved in and we were in really good shape when we moved in actually, as far as it like being under construction, um, as far as the kitchen goes, we still have some big renovation projects coming up, um, that we'll obviously be living through, but we, Everything went very smoothly except the, um, like our painters got pushed back and it wasn't like their fault. It was just like another project got pushed back. So then our project got pushed back, I think like three or four days, but it ended up making a, like a pretty big deal. It ended up being kind of a big deal because, um, I had planned to have the house cleaned, um, like a couple days before we moved in by the the same lovely people that cleaned the farmhouse they now come you know twice a month and they clean this house i love them they're amazing i'm so grateful for them um but so the plan was to have them come clean the house top to bottom while it was empty because it was so dusty and it was so dirty and it was like i mean you walk in and you can like feel the dust in your nose like it was not casual it was like very much a construction zone um and i really wanted like all of that to be like vacuumed out and wiped up. And I just wanted the house to be clean one. Cause I didn't want, I didn't want to move into that. I didn't want my kids or, you know, or any of our family to move into that. I didn't want us to be like breathing that in. Um, two, it's also just gross. And three, I didn't want to move like furniture and like textiles and things that can like, you know, dust can cling to like, I didn't want to be like moving all of that stuff in, into a dusty house. So it was a little bit of like a, it was just kind of crunch time. So I ended up literally canceling the cleaners because I was like, the painters are going to be there and they're going to have, they're going to be in every room of the house because they're touching up all kinds of stuff. They're painting every, the whole house is getting painted. And I knew that there was going to be like, you know, paper taped down to the floor. And like, it, it was just, it, it was not, uh, it was not able to be cleaned. So I had to straight up cancel them. 
But then over the weekend, my mom, who is an angel and also just like loves to clean. So (laughs) that really worked out. Her and Matt went over, um, I think on Sunday, I'm trying to remember. And I was actually planning on going over with her, but um, I started having that day, Sunday, I started having like really bad hip pain, um, which has kind of been like an on and off thing throughout like this pregnancy, but it was really bad around the time that we moved. I don't know what is going on with my hip, but it just really hurt. I was literally like limping. So like it started to hurt on Sunday and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go over and like deep clean the house with my mom. It's like probably not the best idea. But then um, by the time the painters were out and it was like evening, which is when we were going to go over and do it, um, I was like, like limping. I was like, there's no shot. So Matt ended up going in my place and they did a great job. They, um, our contractor, who's like the sweetest man ever left his shop back. He was like, I'll leave my shop back. So you can just like go to town vacuuming up dust, which really was helpful. I did not like, maybe I'm just, (laughs) maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't, I don't know. You know, sometimes you just don't really know what you're doing, but I had gone over like a couple nights before, um, cause that countertops were getting installed and they were there kind of like later in the day, it was like bedtime. So Matt stayed back with the kids and put them to bed and I went over and I brought my like, you know, Dyson along with me. And I was like, I'm just going to suck up as much dust as I can. Like while I'm there, I totally busted it. Like, and it was a new Dyson and those vacuums are not cheap. Like I've tried to clean the filter. I'd like, I've tried all the things and it's just like not working. So I think I ruined it. So don't do that. (laughs) Use a shop vac. Uh, Maybe some of you are like, duh, of course you're not supposed to do that. But I just like, I don't know. I didn't really think about it. Um, so yeah, busted my Dyson, but it's okay. We'll, we'll survive. Um, but anyway, so they went and they cleaned and I was feeling so much better. Like it wasn't, there was still like dust on the windows. Like it wasn't, you know, they only had a, a certain amount of time, but they were able to like suck up all the dust and like mop all the floors and wipe most things down. So when we actually like got there Monday morning, I was like, okay, this is, this is fine. Like I thought I was going to still have to have the cleaners come back before we like actually moved in and unpacked anything um, to like deep clean before we actually moved in, but it was in pretty good shape. So we were like, okay, we're fine. So we did end up staying with my parents for three nights, I think. Um, just like while the move was completed and then we, um, needed time to like set up beds and stuff like that. The second day of the move, which is when all of our furniture, like our upstairs furniture. So all the bedroom stuff came, um, over was actually Halloween. So, um, so that was also just like (laughs) throw that into the mix. Um, so we wanted to trick or treat with the kids. Obviously we always go to my sister's house. She lives downtown in like the cutest town and it is the most epic trick or treating. Cause like all the houses are really close together and everybody sits out on their front porch and everyone like decorates and it's just really fun. So, um, so we always, that's like tradition. We go over there. So, um, we like finish the move. Luckily again, those guys were so efficient and they really got it done quickly. And so then we had plenty of time to then like go, um, over to my sister's house and get the costumes on and go trick or treating and all of that. And we knew we weren't going to like then schlep back to the house and like make all the beds and do all of that. Cause it was already late. So, um, so we just stayed at my parents' house that night. And then I think we ended up staying another night. Um, I think it was a total of three nights, which I'm so grateful that they live nearby and we can, you know, we can do that. Um, but we were by like the third night we were ready just to like, I think we were just like kind of like angsty. Like we just wanted to start 
start unpack, starting to unpack and get settled. Because when you move, you know, it is like such a process of being unsettled for like a prolonged period of time. Because, you know, first you put your house up on the market, you get your house ready to go on the market. So you have to like deep clean and, you know, do certain projects to like clean it up and get it ready for sale. And that's just like, you know, interrupts normal life. And then you like, then you put it on the market and that's like a major interruption to your life. Cause you have to be like out of the house. It's gotta be spotless. And then, you know, you go under contract and it's like, okay, now we can pack. And then you start packing everything up and like slowly your house becomes like not your house. And, um, then you're like, oh, I need to use this. Oh, it's packed. Like life is just, again, it's like a disruption after disruption. And And then once you finally get to like your destination, you just want to get settled. Like you're just so ready to be back to normal and settled. So um, we were ready to just get in there and, um, and unpack. So, and also another thing was I was so ready to sleep in my own bed um, because I mean, who doesn't want to sleep in their own bed? Everybody loves their own bed. Um, And ours is just so, it's like the most comfortable bed ever. But also when we were staying at my parents' house, um, I th- we were sharing, like we share beds with the girls. So like somebody, is, like Bo has a room and then me and I think I slept with Hadley. I can't remember. Or maybe Hadley and Hayden. I don't know. Um, we like alternated, but we were like sharing a bed with one of the, like Matt slept with one of the girls. I slept with the other one. Um, so it's just, it's just kind of a cluster and it, you know, it's not the best sleep. (laughs) So, uh, it's hard enough sleeping with a pregnant belly. And then, you know, you're sleeping in like an unfamiliar bed with a toddler who's like scooching all around and like petting your head. Um, so anyway, so that was, we were just ready. We were ready to, to get in. Um, and then of course, when you do get in, it's like overwhelming. Where do we start? Like, what do we unpack first? Um, And usually it's always the kitchen. We actually didn't unpack the kitchen right away, but that's because it was still like kind of under construction. Um, Not like fully, like we had cabinets and we had countertops, we had a sink. We um, didn't have all of our appliances right away. We did have our range, um, our lovely Ilve range that I love so much, but we had no refrigerator for like five days. Uh, it was supposed to get delivered before we moved in, like well before we moved in. And then it got pushed back and then it got pushed back again. And I was like, this fridge is just never coming. So once we moved in and it was pushed back twice, we were like without a fridge for like a day or two. And I was like, forget it. Cause we ordered it from like a big box store and I found a local appliance like store nearby and called them and they were like, we have that same one. We can get it to you in like three days. And I was like, done. Would much rather A, support a local business and B, these, he was like, if we say we're coming, we're coming. Like, we're not going to push it off. I don't know what they're doing, but like, you can trust us. And I was like, that is all I needed to hear. So it was about five days without a fridge, which was kind of rough. Um, we had like a cooler outside that we just had kept like adding ice to and just like bare minimum stuff. Like, you know, just enough, basically enough stuff to make like breakfast and some like really simple like sandwiches, like, you know, um, like turkey and cheese kind of thing. And I, at this point I was just so ready to like get back to cooking like real food. My body was needing it. Like I just was just done. I was so done with like the takeout and the eating out and like the really simple, like, okay, let's just boil pasta and like that will be dinner. Um, I was ready to be done with that. So 
not having a fridge kind of threw, threw a wrench in that. Um, we also didn't have a dishwasher. Same thing was happening with the dishwasher. So I just canceled that. I ordered everything through the local place and they were fabulous and we got everything within a few days. Um, so once we got those, we were like pretty much rocking and rolling, but there was still, um, like the beadboard wasn't put up in the, in the kitchen. So we couldn't really like put a lot of stuff on the countertops. So we couldn't really settle in there. Um, there was still then the, you know, once the beadboard up, we had to, beadboard went up, we had to paint. Um, we had like no outlet covers. We finally just got those. Um, I'm trying to remember like other little projects. Uh, we had no hardware on the cabinets, like just little things like that where it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't construction, but it also like wasn't complete to where we could really like settle in and have like a real kitchen. Um, so we kind of like slowly unpacked the kitchen and that was like a little bit messier of a process. Um, and we still haven't like fully unpacked the pantry cause we're going to be renovating that soon. Um, anyway, so it's still, still like a little bit of a, a struggle, but that's just, you know, I guess that's like the fixer upper life. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically I wrote down just so much unpacking. Um, and my energy was actually really good. I think has to do with second trimester. Um, but also we were just so busy. Like there was just so much demand, um, so much stuff that had to get done. It was just like very go, go, go. Um, and also I think that really actually helped. Like when we got home from, from our trip, there was like no time to be jet lagged, honestly. Like we just like there was just so much to get done. There was just like, it wasn't even an option. It was just like, Hey, we have to have like a normal day getting all this stuff done. Um, so I have to say my energy was, was good. I was very happy about that. Um, and the only real like symptom I wrote down that was like a complaint, um, actually two, cause my hip, I, I told you guys about my hip. Um, and that's been bothering me on and off. The worst was around the move. Um, maybe like looking back, maybe it was a combination of like sitting on all those flights and then like a lot of activity when we got back. Um, I think I just like, I don't know. I think I like tweaked something and it was just bothering me. Um, but I had a lot of, um, it's called pubic symphysis pain. And the only reason I know the fancy term is because, uh, the prenatal yoga class I've gone to for all of my pregnancies, which at this point in my pregnancy, week 22, I still actually had not started going. Um, but it's taught by, if you've listened to any other of my pregnancy, uh, like podcast seasons, you have heard about this. Um, but it's taught by, uh, like a pelvic floor PT and she is fabulous. She has taught me so, so much. Um, and I mean, whether you go to a class like that or you actually like go to a pelvic floor therapist, like anything you can do ladies to learn about the pelvic floor and how it operates and how to keep it strong and not like overstress it. Like there's so much that goes into it. And I feel like I don't have like any of the issues that I hear about other women having, um, you know, after having babies, like peeing when you sneeze or, you know, more, you know, um, intense things like prolapse or something like that. Like I've never had, I mean, I've had my fair share of, you know, like <laughs> bodily breakdown from pregnancies, but that has just never been a thing for me. And I, and I, I attribute it 100% to the knowledge that she has shared, um, you know, through, me going to these classes because you just kind of change the way that you kind of like go about your daily life, which sounds intense, but it's really not just certain ways that like you hold your posture and breath work and different things like that so that you can kind of like maintain it as much as possible, even though it's like highly stressed during pregnancy. Um, 
and I guess postpartum too. But um, anyway, so my that's a whole rabbit hole, but my major complaint, um, like I said, was pubic symphysis pain, which is you have like a joint in like the front of your like pubic bone, basically. Um, Anne, who teaches the class, also refers to this as crotchitis. Um, and so basically how she explains it is there's like sheer, like that joint because it like meets right in the middle. Um, obviously, it's a joint. So where it meets, it can actually like just from the stress of like a growing belly and I guess like pressure from the uterus, um, it can cause like shearing on that joint. There's just a lot of stress put on it and, um, it can cause a lot of like discomfort and I've experienced this in other pregnancies, but this was probably the worst that I've experienced it. Um, and it was just, it was, it was pretty painful. Like it was really, really sore when I walked, especially if I would be like sitting down for a while and then I would get up, it would take me like quite a few steps to kind of like regain like mobility of it without it being painful. Um, and so that was like, that was kind of annoying. It was just really sore and it was bothering me, but otherwise, I mean, really not too many complaints. Um, symptom wise, you know, I was still taking the unisom, so I wasn't feeling sick and, um, which is still the latest I've ever taken you some, um, I took it through week 22 and week 23. And then that brings us to week 24, which is actually where I stopped, um, taking the Unisom. And I've mentioned that I tried to stop taking it, I think two other times before that, like week 19 and then like maybe week 20, 21. Um, and I did feel a little bit nauseous. So I was like, forget it. I'm just going to stay on it for now. And then, so week 24 was finally the turning point for me. (laughs) Um, it wasn't bad nausea, like nothing compared to like the earlier parts of pregnancy. Um, but there was just too much going on. I was like, I am so done with this nausea. Like I, if this is going to help just mitigate it, then I'm willing to keep going with that. Um, but so finally stopped Unisom and had no nausea whatsoever. So confirmed for sure this was like the most sickness I've experienced in all of my pregnancies even though they've all been pretty difficult in that category um but this one was the worst (laughs) which is nice um so okay so I stopped Unisom and this was actually when the first week that I finally went to that prenatal yoga class which I've just kind of told you guys all about I usually would start around week 20 because that was like when I was finally like feeling better um but just with the move and the trip and everything it just kind of got pushed off a little bit more but I love I love that class um I mean it's definitely it's like it's exercise which I don't get a ton of like at all these days. I wish I worked out more. I had my little, you know, I was doing my Peloton workouts there for a few weeks. Um, but then that just kind of like, you know, I completely fell off the wagon with that when we moved. Um, but it's so, you know, it's, it's exercise, but I learned so much about pelvic floor and, um, how to keep it strong and, you know, all of that, but it's also just really nice. It's like a nice outlet every week where you're with other pregnant moms. And I just love the way that she runs the class. Cause I've gone to other like prenatal fitness classes and you just kind of like show up and you work out and then you leave. And it's just like, it's just not, I don't know. It doesn't give you like, I am, like, I've never been, like, a big workout class person. Like, I just, it's just not me. Um, but I love to go to this class. Like, I look forward to going because we all just kind of get to chat. You know, she opens every class with, you know, like, okay, tell us your name, how pregnant you are, how many kids you have, or if this is your first, 
where are you having your baby? Do you plan on finding out, you know, what the gender is? Like, and we, so we all kind of get to know each other and we're all like rooting for each other as you get like, all right, I'm like 39, 40 weeks. And then usually everybody will text Anne after their baby is born and share the birth story. So we just all kind of like get to know each other and we get to like cheer each other on and then we get to hear their birth story. And it's just like a really cool thing that I, I just love going. Um, and again, it's also really beneficial for other ways too. So, um, so I finally started going back to that. So now going weekly, which is really exciting. Um, another thing that was exciting this week, which is going to sound kind of silly, but I had, um, like my first dream of labor, like, you know, I dreamt at night that I was in labor and it felt like very real. And when I woke up the next morning, it was like the first time that I felt like really excited. Not that I haven't been excited. Um, like at, at all, like I'm, I'm thrilled to be pregnant. I'm looking forward to having another baby, but I just like, haven't really thought about it. Like I honestly have not. Um, maybe that's like a fourth kid thing, but it's also, we've just had so much going on to where I just haven't really dwelled on it very much. Like I haven't really, I just haven't thought about it a whole lot. So when I had that dream, it was like, oh my gosh, like this, I'm going to like get to go through all this again. Birth is, you know, it's intense, but it's also so magical. And I'm, I'm just like really excited. Like I'm excited to have another baby. I'm excited to have a newborn, even though there's challenges that come along with that, but I'm just like really looking forward to like that postpartum phase. I love postpartum so much more than being pregnant. Um, even if you are like dead tired, I would take that any day. I feel so much more like myself when I'm postpartum. Um, so that just got me really excited. I was like, really, I woke up and I was like, okay, this is, this is good. We're going to have a baby and I can't wait. And it was the first time I was really like, okay, we're doing this. This is like really fun. (laughs) Um, okay. So my, I wrote that my pubic symphysis, pubic symphysis joint pain was basically gone. So it was really bad when we moved and then it kind of went away and it's been, it's been coming and going, but it's not like definitely when we moved, that was like the worst. Um, I also wrote that I'm feeling really big but I'm really not like, I'm just feeling like my belly is large. But then when I like look in the mirror and I think mirror and I like, you know, think back or look back on photos of like end of my pregnancy with other, my other children, I'm like, Oh, I got a long way to go. (laughs) We're going to get a lot bigger. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Um, uh, so yeah, so that, that's kind of like where I was at body wise. Um, oh, and I also wrote the hip pain comes and goes. Um, so that's still kind of, I don't know what like sets it off. I feel like I might, I might like move weird and all of a sudden it kind of hurts. And it's like one of those things where again, if I'm like sitting down for a while and I get up, it's kind of like takes me a little bit to like get it going again. It kind of hurts and then it's fine. Um, sometimes it really hurts. Sometimes it's just a little bit. Sometimes I'm like literally limping. I don't know what, what's going on with this hip pain. I actually want to ask Anne, the PT, um, about it in the next class. Um, I keep forgetting. Um, kitchen was still being worked on. So house stuff is still like chugging along. We're not like fully settled. We're still not fully settled. Um, but then this, during this week, we actually got to go on a date night, which these days are so rare because we're just busy. We're so busy. Um, but we got to go on a date night, which was really nice and, um, very needed, very much enjoyed it. Um, but what was kind of funny is, um, we, the, we went out, you know, we went out to eat and I wasn't like super hungry. Um, it's usually around this part of pregnancy where my appetite starts to go down. Um, but I wasn't like super hungry and I was like, I think I'm just going to get like a salad maybe with like salmon, 
because like eating like a big entree, it was a lot of like Italian food too. I was like, that just feels like way too much right now. Um, I just don't have like a ton of room. So I ended up ordering this like bean salad. Um, and I thought it was going to be like a lot of greens and like some beans. (laughs) Um, and then I got salmon on it and it was, it was delicious, but it was literally like a bean salad. Like it was like a massive bowl of beans. And I mean, like I eat beans. I like beans. I'll cook with beans here and there but I don't eat a ton of beans. And if you know, beans are super fiber rich. They're kind of tough for your body to break down. Um, they're, they can be t- a little bit, you know, they're just a little bit tough to, on the digestive system. Um, but they do have a lot of benefits as well. And it was just like a, it was a big helping of beans. <laughs> like it was a lot. And I didn't even eat, like I didn't eat a ton. I ate until I was like full and I stopped and it was good. So I brought it home. Um, and I remember going to bed that night and I felt so full. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, I feel like I'm literally going to explode. And then the next day, this was my fatal mistake. The next day I ate the leftovers for lunch. So within like 24 hours, I had probably like, I don't even know how many beans and it wrecked me. My digestive system, like it took me, I don't know. It took me a while (laughs) to recover. I'll keep you guys posted in in the later episodes. Sorry, that's my dog. Rosie. Um... Sorry, now I have I have got a dog barking. I've got a, a hi hats. I've got a Hadley coming in. I'm almost done, baby. Just give me one sec, okay? Um, and it was it was not good. Like I like never want to eat beans again. I mean, I've I've recovered from the great bean mistake, but it was it was a mistake. Like when you're when you're pregnant, your digestive system slows down anyway because of the hormone relaxin. Um, it relaxes all of your muscles, and your GI tract is one big giant muscle that moves like. It, moves through like moves your food through your GI tract and anyway so it just slows everything down and so then when you literally jam it full of beans <laughs> it's just it's not good and when I when when I get like my if I like experience constipation whenever I'm pregnant it just like it just immediately makes me so uncomfortable like my belly is so rock hard and it's just not it's not good so that was a that was a big mistake that I, that I really regretted big time. Um, but yeah, so that's it for this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing all about the move and any aches and pains that came along, um, you know, pregnancy wise, but that is all I have um, for this episode. Hadley is starting to play with my, all of my audio set up here. So I am going to call it. Thank you guys again for listening. Um, I'll be back next week to chat, uh, I guess week 25, which is Thanksgiving. Um, and maybe week 26 as well, but I'm excited to get you guys a little bit more caught up at the time of me recording this. I'm 27 weeks. So we're getting there, getting you caught up and I'll be a little bit more real time. Um, and then we're almost in the third trimester, which means all things like birth prep and just getting ready for baby. And that is like my jam. I love the third trimester. I mean, it's uncomfortable, but everything else to me is like, that's my favorite. So excited to get into that and also share it with you guys. Um, but again, for the 50th time, thank you for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.